And I won't lie to you, this mission will be dangerous. So welcome back to episode 5 of the Bad Dads Club. I'm Lewis, this is Greg, and we've got our guest on this week, Chris. Thank you for that, it's the first time I've, I've ever been a guest with a <laughs> microphone, it's quite intimidating, but thank you. No problem. Uh, yeah, so welcome to the show, <laughs> in our newly refurbed <clears throat> podcast studio. Cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners from last week will know about the uh, story of the bathroom and the tiny fucking cupboard. This is the third time you've No, told I'm not going to tell the story. The bedroom that was a bathroom. bedroom that was a bathroom. is now yeah. technically a bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we've I've posted a picture on Facebook this week of how we've, what we've done to it. Uh, yeah, we've put the desk up and it looks semi-professional. And then we bring a guest in, make it look all good, and the microphone starts falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tinker for 10 minutes to get the levels right. So yeah, it was a look through the keyhole. So how how was your Christmas been? When did we last record? We last I was just, like yeah, I questioned that straight 18th away. 18th of December. It 18th. was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've got our number one fan on the show today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just research, research. <laughs> uh, yeah, so how was your Christmas then? Because we haven't done one since. No, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was very family filled. Um, not as stressful as I thought it was going to be. We did the standard... Me and my dad, Christmas Eve, running around town, getting the last bits of presents. Um, I had, I'll talk about this later, we've got a bit about Christmas traditions later on. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Christmas was really good. Good. Uh, how was yours with your fucking puppy? <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Um, yeah. How did you How did you present? Um, they got it a day early, ah, because okay. the logistics of <laughs> trying to a, give a wrapping dog... Wrapping up yeah. a dog. <laughs> Turns out you can't leave a dog wrapped for 24 hours, so that... <laughs> Well, you um, can, <laughs> but they wouldn't be getting a wouldn't be getting a puppy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we just did it on uh, Christmas Eve. picked picked the pup up, went off to the vets to get its vet vet checks, and I'd bought like um, like a fold up box, like a Christmas box, a bit like a Happy Meal box, but a big one. <laughs> That's the best I can describe it. Um, so Kristen went to pick the kids up and I was at home with the dog and when I heard her sort of come down the drive I sort of bundled this dog into a box and <laughs> yeah oh that's great I love that <laughs> told Annabelle that the tarantula that she wanted had come and uh, oh yeah because you were mocking her about getting yeah. her a tarantula or a tortoise or yeah that was it it changed every time so yeah. there, there is a video and, oh uh, fantastic Thomas was great because Thomas just got, sort of kept going up to him touching him and then screaming <laughs> he was so excited about having a oh, dog not a terrorised like Imagine getting the dog, and then Thomas walks up and goes, "Oh no, no!" It was pure, it was like pure it. excitement. He kept walking oh, up, touching it, and going, "Ah, ah, ah!" <laughs> I've got a dog. <laughs> so yeah, it was uh, it was quite good actually. And then Christmas Eve, he <laughs> went and went to my grandma's because we was going out Christmas Eve, so it was like, oh, we can't leave him alone. <laughs> yeah. So my grandma lives around the corner, so she had him, which she basically sat on the sofa. From when I dropped him off to pick him up, he sat on the sofa and slept next to her, so he was quite happy. Oh, fantastic. So she didn't even feed him because she didn't want to wake him up. Oh. So, <laughs> but yeah, it was um, it's quite good with the dog. He's, um, yeah, he's all right. Yeah? Yeah. I need new boot laces and new curtains, but... Jesus. Apart from that. Yeah, the chewing. Spaniels, yeah. are, spaniels are chewers. Um, keeps going for the bottom of the sofa as well. Oh, yeah, he'll do so, that. Yeah. Laying laying on his back and trying to get like the underside of yeah. the sofa. Um, just getting more toys. Yeah, uh, that's what I've been doing. 
It's all about enrichment. Oh, yeah. All turns out outside. shit scared of a squeak. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be fun. Well, we bought, I bought a, um, like a duck, because I'm like, it's a gun dog. It's got to have a duck. Yeah. So I bought a duck and it's got a squeak in it. Yeah. Shit scared of it. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> Just leaving next to the curtains. Yeah. Yeah. Just leave it next to the curtains. Next time he goes near the curtains. That's true. I might get more and put them under the sofa. Yeah, you need to rig up a little trap. You need to rig up a little trap. So like put a squeak under the sofa. Yeah. If he goes within if he goes within a certain distance of the sofa, it like squeaks. I did nearly trap him under the sofa the other day. I've done that with the cats with the recliner. Yeah, well, that was it. I was on the, <laughs> the recliner. The foot still was up. Yeah. And I just said, "Where's the dog?" Because it was laid on the floor in front of me. And I said, "Where's the dog?" And she went, oh, "I don't know." So I thought, "Oh, I'll make sure it ain't going, you know, shitting in the next room." Yeah. So I got up and I just said, "This yelp." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turns out he was under it. So, oh, fantastic. Yeah, but no, he's all right. It's um, yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah, it's so. definitely that. It's an experience. How was uh, how was your Christmas? It was good. It was good. Um, Christmas Eve. Mm. <laughs> Shopping till, say, I got into Argos was my last stop. Yeah. Uh, closed at five five p.m. I got in there at something like sixteen thirty-eight or sixteen thirty-nine. Yeah, I was, I was around the same area. I was in, <laughs> I was in Tesco. I'd reserved the two bits yeah. that I was going in there, so I knew they were there. They reserved them for me. In, done. Uh, majority, we done like a kind of free man team. Myself, <laughs> the missus, and a mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> rapping that night rapping sorting things out um, yeah kids had a good one good. Had a, I mean just the amount they get these days is absolutely criminal yeah. absolutely criminal but you know what as happy as you like yeah, um, yeah that's the main thing isn't it? and just yeah nice bit of food mm. quite chilled oh, around the, the sister-in-laws good um, everyone got what they wanted and uh, yeah and I fell asleep again yeah. So standard, <laughs> standard Christmas, but no, it's good. Well, good. that takes us on to uh, our Christmas traditions. Then uh, we might as well go on to go on to that next. Yeah, we'll change the running order, Greg. We're we're dynamic. It's agile. So the first time that we've actually sat and done a running order, and you're changing it. Yeah. Okay. It's my. It's our show, man. We get to do what we want. <laughs> Right, it's organised, so, nice and organised. You've got, yeah, the, yeah. You got the agenda yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna you know. So, so we'll go straight on to Christmas traditions then. From that, um, so you said about wrapping presents in a three-man team. Mm. How is that your standard Christmas Eve gets dark, kids in bed, rap, rap, rap? Second year, second consecutive year, it's been like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and every every year I, I get told the same thing. You leave everything to the last minute. You leave everything <laughs> to the last minute. You know, and it, I just, I, like my, my answer to, to most things, it'll be all right on the night. Yeah, yeah you know, absolutely. It, it will get it done. If we have to stay up late, we'll get it done. You know, the kids will still have the, the, the day that they want. Yeah. Um, you just won't go to bed until four a.m. But yeah, it was it was a, a kind of one a.m. two a.m. finish again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, every year we say like like everybody else in the country, every year we say we're going to be organised next year. <laughs> we'll have it all done by the first of December. We'll have the nah. decorations up. We'll be good as gold. We'll be sat there Christmas Eve chilling. We never are, but yeah. No, I mean Chris and I done most of ours um, a couple of days before, so I think we had one or two bits to wrap. In fact, not even Christmas Eve. It was a few days before, and I did my usual where I got one wrapped to her six. Yeah, well, so. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't wrapped anything. Like we bought, we think we bought all these presents in November, and they were just left unwrapped. But then on Christmas Eve, went out and got. Well, this year's this year's was my first year of doing a proper Christmas. Like I'm so shit with Christmas. I'm usually skint, so I usually get like one or two little shitty things, mm. and then it's like I'm sorry, I couldn't get anything else. So this year, I was like, Nah, fuck it, I'm doing it properly. So um, one of our Christmas traditions from being a kid was we always used to get stockings, 
and they'd be hung on the door and in the morning you'd wake up and you'd open your stock and it'd have something to play with in the morning and then you kind of well it was it was a distraction technique so they didn't get woken up my parents didn't get woken up at 7am yeah so Holly never had that uh, and she was a little bit upset about it she was like oh I never had that it sounds really nice and I was like yeah well it was but you know she was like can I get one this year I was like yeah okay I'll do you a stocking so um, going out on Christmas Eve uh, to get the last minute presents so me and my dad have a tradition every year we go out on Christmas Eve we can quite easily do it the weekend before but we like going out on Christmas Eve and getting that last minute panic we always yeah. end up in TK Maxx getting random shit <laughs> uh, it's fucking great uh, it's one of my favourite one of my favourite places to get Christmas shopping you just get like my friend got a uh, got a cheese holder like a plastic cheese holder because he goes he goes camping and cycling a lot and travelling but he really likes cheese perfect mm. uh, Lottie's just got a new my sister's just got a new car so she got jump jump leads uh, windscreen wipe cloth things Libby's just gone to Australia for two weeks my other little sister yeah. so she got a neck pillow for the fucking for the plane you know so it's like really yeah. really good presents last minute but you can find them everywhere in TK Maxx um, not sponsored <laughs> <laughs> um, so Holly complained she never had a stocking so was going around town there's a proper Christmas shop went in there got wrapping paper and I just saw hung on the back wall £2.50 giant fucking stocking I'll put, a, I'll put a picture on Facebook to show you but it's torso size like I'm a pretty big dude torso size stocking and I went I'm going to fill that fucker I'm going to fucking fill it so I went around town went to like the works went to went to every little fucking shitty shop and got like she got word searches she got loads of sweets she got um, pens and pencils and crayons yeah um, just little bits and pieces but then she had all the main presents in there as well so I went to Lush and like all that was interspersed already, pre, already pre-wrapped which is perfect mm. that's why I love love Lush just buy the boxes <laughs> <laughs> buy the boxes take off the price throw me no stocking but yeah uh, ended up and then put things like Christmas Cracker some Quality Street some, so in our stockings as a kid we always had a Christmas Cracker Quality Street some spare change and a tangerine it was always in our stocking and then a little present but Holly's was just like full size I put a picture on Facebook of the size of it it was fucking yeah, fantastic yeah like full yeah. torso size mm. like overstuffed mm. she was absolutely over the moon loved it I was well proud of myself Ellie got loads of cool stuff as well I mean probably it's her Christmas but yeah. <laughs> I treated Holly more than I treated Ellie Ellie's not going to really know it yeah, speaking of Christmas how was the kids That's <laughs> <laughs> Ellie well obviously Ellie's still not even two so yeah. I didn't really think I didn't really expect much of Christmas I was like yeah she won't get it she fucking loved it she was like holy shit all this stuff's for me fantastic she lo- she knows how to open a present now like in seconds oh man 60 and- well she doesn't finish so this used to pissing me off she didn't finish unwrapping absolutely loved unwrapping stuff but she didn't unwrap it fully um, she would be kind of half unwrapping um, so my parents got her like an Ikea kitchen set um, which she <laughs> he's just a little listeners Greg. he's not going to the toilet yeah Greg is just slowly um, emptying a broken kind of monster into a fucking glass well it's something that I'll look like I've pissed myself again we're on radio <laughs> this is an audio format Greg and now he's not going where to put the fucking can <laughs> I'm doing that <laughs> I've stolen your glass this has worked well that's fine um, yeah so so Ellie got a kitchen set from Ikea like a you know, toddler-sized kitchen. Mm. It's fucking great. Really cool. It's got like, little light-up hobs, um, little hooks that... Ha- it's, it basically, it's all the IKEA stuff just in a kitchen. But my parents had built it and then wrapped it, so it was like full stand and then wrapped it. Obviously, she takes off one bit of paper, sees one side and just starts playing with it. She's not even unwrapped the whole thing. She literally opened a bit, a bit big enough for her to get into and was just like playing with the pans. <laughs> she did that all Christmas. She like half unwrapped something. So we'd have to be like, 
Andy, come on, finish unwrapping it. And we're all getting real stressed, like OCD. Like all my all my family is like base level autistic. So it's like you've not done it right. It's like she's a toddler, mate. Come on, yeah. you're not playing right. Yeah, you're not being a toddler, right? You're not doing Christmas right. Uh, yeah, so that was that was my Christmas. And so I'm trying to get like traditions down, like stockings and stuff. Next year, she's not going to. Not gonna giant stocking. She's gonna get on the back of the door stocking. Yeah, because <laughs> I did think, am I setting myself up for a repeat? Yeah, don't set yourself a president where you've got yeah, a, a president. Yeah, yeah, fill, a, fill a massive stocking every year. Yeah. Um, the only tradition that we've really got is a Christmas Eve. We go up to we go up to the pub. Um, because it's my birthday, it's the only time I go out for a drink. Of course, yeah. Because nobody wants to go out on Christmas Day for a drink. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Christmas Eve, we go up to the pub. Uh, kids come up. Um, they always get um, a little present, which is always, like, colouring or something like that to do in the yeah. pub. Um, <laughs> Tactical. Yes. Um, and then, you know, about 7 o'clock, we all go back, get the kids in bed and all the rest of it, and then I go back to the pub. But, Watch yeah, out. it was, um, yeah, just that, that usual sort of thing. And then... This Christmas was my side of the family's turn, so it was at my grandma's this year for Christmas because we take it in turns. Yeah, we go to we go to hers and then we you know then we have mine and yeah we've been taking it in turns like that. I think we've both discussed getting out of that and just having our own, but it's at what point do you end it? Yeah, we are in that same debate at the moment. Yeah, Um, we even said with my parents we were like, well, this might be the last Christmas that we have as a full family because mm. yeah, they've always hosted Christmas at my parents' house but now it's like well Ellie will be big enough this year to get Christmas she'll know what it is now she'll be able to get excited do I want to I mean it, she don't, they don't live far away but do I want to keep going back and forth and do we just my mum's like can you please cook a Christmas fucking dinner <laughs> like, I've, done it for tw- I've done it for 30 fucking nearly 30 fucking years can you please cook a fucking dinner <laughs> you see that's the only thing about it because my grandma really enjoys doing it well, so, uh, if that's the case. Yeah, this is it. Like, if if we even suggested, well, why don't you come round to ours this year? She won't have it. Well, you that's... can't even help her. You can't even go in the kitchen and help her. Well, so. you've got an easy an easy answer there. Yeah, it's not going to be for a few more years yet. No, <laughs> I'm not too fussed. It's not too bad. Like as I say, my grand's within walking distance. You know, it's yeah. around the corner from us. But so when we've got to go to Doncaster from from Hull, that's because obviously we've been out on Christmas Eve. It's not so bad now. Kristen can drive. To be fair. Oh yeah. It's um yeah that was that was always a bit of a nightmare but it's not so bad now. No. How about you, Chris? Do you host it at yours or go away or? Not really traditions as such. Um, for the past, I don't know, three, four, the past five years, uh, we've had dinner at my sister-in-law's. Um, I think I think when we lived just south of Watford, before we relocated up up north to the glorious Yorkshire. So, yep. So, well, we actually live in Yorkshire. North East Lincolnshire. Oh, dear. Oh, Jesus. So, uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I'm sorry. I, was, I, I live I, between... I'm uh, sorry, I forgot. Yeah. Cleeforts and Wolfham. Was, you know, it was cabbage and turnips. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, almost, he's almost northern. Yeah, he's <laughs> almost northern. But, as, some, um, as someone born no, in Portsmouth, I don't feel like I'm, I don't feel like I'm qualified to uh, to kind of give that credential. No, no, tra- no traditions uh, as such, really. But just, yeah, location for the past five years has been the same. Sister-in-law's, she uh, had a bigger property when we was in or just north of west london and now i think we've got similar size properties now but it's just what we've done for the past couple of yeah. five years and so that's it really it's no traditions as such no kind of you know i mean i think the christmas eve rush is probably the only thing that we've done 
more than once, not yeah. intending to. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. I suppose if you want to say what's tradition, it's the it's the mad rush. I tried telling you this last time. Christmas that being Eve. unorganized isn't a tradition. No, but it's yet. not. <laughs> but it's not unorganized. So me and my dad like, have physically said like we we do it on purpose now because we were like, should we go? On, should we go and do it on Saturday? I was like, no, I want to do it Christmas Eve. You can also you know squeeze in a bit of lunch or a sneaky pint or mm. two, you know, break it up. <laughs> I'm currently gesturing to cut I'm like no you're giving the fucking game away shh <laughs> 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 right, my mum didn't listen this year <laughs> this episode <laughs> giving the whole fucking game away Chris <laughs> I'm not saying anything because last time I said something your mum did listen so I'm not saying anything <laughs> uh, what, what do you guys do for Boxing Day as well because we, we never know what the, the fuck to do the opposite so this year was a my grand's for Christmas, so we went to so Doncaster on Boxing Day. So you do Kristen. So you do one family for Christmas, yeah. one family for Boxing Day. Yeah, but Kristen yeah. was actually working this Boxing Day oh, in the morning, shit. so we didn't go to Doncaster while the afternoon. Mm. Um, so we ended up there for a couple of days instead of just going for like you know a day or two. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the in-laws, no. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. Um, yeah, so we we ended. You know, we went. We we always go to the opposite, the opposite one. Yeah. So. And then just have Christmas again, basically. Yeah, oh, that's so, cool then. Yeah, so you do the whole presents and stuff again. Yeah, presents and stuff again. You know, a dinner, be it made up of leftovers or you know, yeah. you, you have a very similar thing. But yeah, it's um, but yeah, that's that's what we do. Same again. Cool. Boxing, Boxing day. Boxing day is just yeah, recovery. Again, well, no, I mean, sister-in-law, um, around there for Christmas day. Mm-hmm. Boxing day was, um, me going running around Tesco. And then they'd run out of party food. Then I ran around. <laughs> no. then, I, then I ran around Asda. Um, so it was just the reverse, you know. They was ours. Yeah. Same people. Plus my mum now. She's she's moved up. So it's like a, mi- a mini invasion. I like the idea of uh, like running out. You running out the party food in Tesco. So you're getting the real obscure stuff that no one likes. So it's like yeah, this year we've got like phyllo phyllo prawns <laughs> in a pastry. <laughs> Philo prawn pastries. Um, it was like, oh, you're you're, yeah. you're so cultured. <laughs> I, I say, <laughs> and that's what I say. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. We're throwing on. a bit of French. Yeah. Oh, only fools and horses French, anyway. Cutler, cutler Maywees. Um, but no, um, just uh, it was same people as we did Christmas Day with the addition of my mum. Yeah. She came over, um, but it wasn't as as kind of a, a big of a do really. Yeah. So I've got. All the stuff really kind of left over, so yeah. all these obscure bits in the fridge. <laughs> so we made concoctions yeah. every day since, like these yeah. concoctions of food. You sat in front of film after film after. You film. find yourself having like three course meals as well. You're like, ah, oh, well, should we have a, should we have these shrimp tempura as a as a starter? Yeah, yeah. Then we'll have then we'll have our <laughs> turkey sandwich. It is and the only time that you have starters and things in it. Uh, well, for us anyway, we never bother with that. Yeah. Yeah, and full cheese boards with just behind your fridge door. <laughs> cheese, yeah, you just never. At any point. Well, yeah. I, I can't eat cheese, so I'm lactose intolerant, so I don't eat cheese. But Christmas is the only time that I miss it. Mm. I'm not a particular fan of cheese anyway, but Christmas is the time that I'm like, mm, could just. See, I'm not. That I ate a full I'm not. Fucking, I ate half a fucking trifle Boxing Day, <laughs> covered in custard and cream. I was like, no, I, <laughs> I could I, physically I, feel myself like getting in as I was. I'm eating. not a cheese snob, so I'm not particularly bothered about it. You know, it's mm. um, Christian is and. She eats weird stuff that if it's got green on it, it needs to be in the bin. Yeah, if it's got veins in it, yeah, it needs needs to be fried. Yeah. <laughs> it should be a steak. <laughs> should be yeah. slow roasted. So no, I must admit, cheese. I'm not. I'm not that fussed about. We're gonna get so much hate 
You, re- you realise that, don't you? Yeah. Like, I, I confessed to Last my... Last time gr- I said hi- Die Hard want a Christmas film. This time <sighs> I've said we don't like cheese. Right, uh... We said we, we said we were going <laughs> we we to do some research and debate that properly, but neither of us done the research. I don't need to research because it isn't... A, you was going to do research. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, right, well, I haven't. Fuck, <laughs> 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 I've been busy. <laughs> Die Hard, Christmas film or not? Good film. Decent I, film. I completely you know, agree. Um, yeah, it is. Was it released in December? Did that make it a Christmas film? It's, Did set, he... it's set on Christmas Eve. The first one with Alan Rickman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the first one. Not, yeah. yeah, not number two. Yeah, he, well, he, had a, he dressed up in a Santa suit, didn't he? Yeah. And it was a Christmas party they crashed. Christmas party crashed. It says Kit Kat on a bus. It's not a Kit Kat. <sighs> not this debate. Strawman arguments. Released in December. Based around Christmas. Not a Christmas film, but in and around Christmas. Damning. Decent film. Uh, very, very impartial. I like go. it. How is the fence? <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Firmly in the middle. We'll Firmly get, in the middle. I'll we'll have to get another guest on. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need to decide. I'm going until August yeah, to spark controversy. Yeah, no, no, no. It's currently 2 2 somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking mm. of Christmas traditions, shall we have a beer? Let's have a beer. So I'll be using my, uh, my Christmas present, which was a. I saw that a, on the side. A that pirate, awesome. a pirate bottle opener. Yeah, it's just a bottle opener with a beard on, basically. Um, <laughs> so this week's beer is a brew. Fantastic. Is a brew Thank you. Beer, which will become relevant in a, um, in a few moments. You did pass a comment that you're not exactly um, what's the word cultured when it comes to beer. A couple of weeks ago, no, you did mention no. to me that this was the bit that you thought would open your eyes a bit. Cause well, the, we just, the, the kind of the kind the. I liked the section of, of the show where we had a, a shout out for local breweries. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. Maybe maybe I've been sheltered and led a very sheltered life. But where where I go down a pub, it's it's growing up in West London where we only had two, three, four main pubs we went to really. You know, you know, I, I tried pale ales at some festivals, yeah, yeah. some dark ales things. But really, it's kind of. I don't know, it's run of the mill. It's, it's always yeah. been a, a Foster's or a Stella or a Carlin. Yeah, but that's... You know. <laughs> I think that was the geographical location I was yeah. in. Yes, you had the... I drank in the um, um, the uh, older pubs. What's the, the one? With the British Legion. Yeah. So I went yeah, in yeah. Legion. Yeah, you had John Smith's, your yeah, Caffrey's. Your bitters. Your bitters. Yeah. Um, but really, it was just mainly what was on offer. It was just lager. Yeah, yeah. and that's, that's the big thing as well. It is it's what's on offer. Well, the one that we've gone for this week it is my my choice this week. However, it's not really been my choice. What well, basically kind of, I kind of coerced. Is, I kind this, of this is Lewis's this choice that I've ended up paying for. The reason we've gone for this is because so, it has been announced that the brewery is Brewdog and they are opening a bar in Hull. Yeah, um, which I'm looking forward to. It's, yeah. So Brewdog, uh, for those who don't know, Brewdog are a Scottish brewing company. Um, they set themselves up as an independent, and their basic mission is to completely disrupt the beer industry. That's really nice. Oh, um, yeah. So we've got the Quench Quake, Sorry. which <laughs> is a grapefruit and tangerine grapefruit sour. Grapefruit and tangerine. That's um, really nice. I'm going to have a quick try. Give me a sec. I haven't had this before. That's really nice. Oh fuck! So sours. Um, so a sour is a type is a type of beer, um, and it's just it's exactly what it fucking says. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not your. It's not really a typical. It doesn't taste like any other beer. A sour is um is much more mashed. Uh, I'm gonna. I can't. I can't think the proper description of it, and I'm gonna. And it sound like a tit if I say things that are wrong. So I'm gonna not. not, not talk it is hard to describe because it's not. Yeah. It, is, it uh, doesn't taste like a beer. No. Um, it's very Moorish. Mm. So let me quickly read the. Uh, Are you gonna do it? I, yeah, I love the um, I love the Brewdog beer description. Yeah, I was just reading it. Yeah. So buckle up for this juice bomb of a sour beer. 
The first tremor of tightness hits, then holds tight for a citrus blast of seismic proportions. Tectonic plates of lemon, tangerine, grapefruit, and tart apple agitate the pie crust and biscuit backbone. Quench crake, sessionable, seismic, citrus sour. Uh, enjoy cold, drink fresh. And yeah, so Brewdog, Scotch Brewery, set up their own thing, set up their own shit. Um, one of them, so one of them had gone to University of Edinburgh to study brewing. I think the other one was a marketing graduate, and they went, right, we fucking love beer. I hate fucking, I hate the big, like the big beer companies because they just produce mass, mass produced pretty flavorless like just drinkable crap the 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 point of the point of mass produced beer is it's supposed to appease the most amount of people but in doing so it reduces the flavor down i mean fosters taste oh. like fucking nothing like carlsberg and carling have a bit more of a flavor to them but then it's just mass produced it's designed to be likable by it's everyone design, yeah that's it yeah so brew dog came out and they did some fucking mad shit so um, when they opened their camden bar they drove a tank down camden high street um, they've got their own they've got their own branded marketing called Guerrilla Marketing. The idea is that if you do things that are impressive, people will talk about you. You don't have to have a marketing campaign. You just do cool shit. Right. So um, they released the strongest beer in the world called Tactical Nuclear Penguin. When they re- It was a 32% beer. Uh, it's freeze-brewed. So what they do is they brew it, freeze it. The water freezes, the alcohol doesn't. Um, you take off, the, take off the ice and then do that a few times. Tactical Nuclear Penguin, I think it was around 32%. When they released it, they the bottle was inside taxidermy squirrels. Um, so they put a, they put the bottles in the taxidermy squirrel, sold that about fifty quid a bottle. The limited run of five hundred. Haven't found that many fucking squirrels. Um, but then a German company released a stronger beer that was like thirty five percent. So they came back with a beer that was fifty percent and called it Sink the Bismarck because it was a German brewery that had brewed it. I've, uh, I've had Sink the Bismarck and Tactical Nuclear Penguin uh, both twice. Uh, Tactical Nuclear Penguin and Aberdeen, which is their flagship store. Um, it tastes like a beer, but not. It's like... It's weird. It's like... You know when you have like a really thick stout? I don't mm. know if... So if you have a really thick stout, it's really thick, like... Caramel. Caramel. Yeah. But it's like that with a really, really, like really in the really in your face alcohol content so it's like a little bit like a stout with vodka in it Jesus really nice this is really nice mm. I really like this yeah so um, they've announced that they're opening a bar in Hull uh, which is fucking great news for me uh, they're releasing it somewhere between the market and the marina so it's I think it's probably going to be somewhere near Old Town um, but they tend to what they tend to do is they tend to release they tend to open bars in unique places so they won't open it on a high street they won't open it down White Frigate they won't oh they might open it down White Frigate they might do because it's not a big place for bars down there so it might yeah you would sort of say because of the image of the place that you would expect it to be on the fruit market but given the fact that they won't go near there fruit market is too obvious yeah that's what I mean the one in Leeds they've got two in Leeds they've got one which is the main bar and they've got the Shuffle Dog which is a brew dog bar which also has Shuffleboard in the basement right so they've got four shuffleboard, sh- four shuffleboard decks, um, and loads of arcade machines downstairs. Right. We used to run the um, Leeds Inter Agency shuffleboard championships there. It was a, an excuse to like work to marketing, work to mar- marketing agent. I've had fucking four sips of beer, and my language is just <laughs> disintegrating. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> um, so the Inter Agency shuffleboard championships. Um, so the idea was that we knew people at different agencies. We invited them to the bar and we played shuffleboard against each other. I am currently undefeated. Apparently, I'm really good at shuffleboard. I didn't know. I wouldn't even know how to play shuffleboard. I'll be honest. Uh, it's a little bit like curling. So oh, okay. It's curling, but you've got two sides. You've got no. 
yeah, you've got curling. Come on, you're the you're the champion. I know, <laughs> undisputed. Uh, so you've got a single board, like a, I think it's probably about 15, 20 feet long, um, polished uh, with. But then it's got sand on the top to make it smoother, and you basically throw hockey pucks down the down the side. Oh, I have seen it. Yeah. Yes, I have seen. And it. then you score a point for basically as close as you can get to the edge. It's like five, four, three, two. Um, the only person who scores is the the only person who scores is the person nearest the end. Right. So if you get near the end, you get five points, but you can knock each other off. So you've got to like play mm-hmm. time. You've got like four or five. You've got four or five tries, and you take it in turns. So like one team goes, the other team goes. But then the difference, the thing that makes it a little bit different to curling, apart from not being on ice, is that when you finish a round, you go to the other side of the board and throw it back. Right. Okay. It's a bit more streamlined. Yeah, okay. really like it. But that's what Brewdog tend to do: is do things that are unique and interesting. There's no other. Right. Sh- I've not found anywhere else that's a shuffleboard in Leeds. No, I can't think I, of anywhere else that's a fucking shuffleboard. No, no I, might, I wouldn't. Makes me think of cruise ships. You know, it's a good beer if you get the taste, the taste, and you're only halfway down the first bottle and you get the taste for it. Mm. That, yeah, yeah. I've not had anything like that before. Doesn't have, doesn't really have to grow nice. on you. You're not like mm, no. Mm. Mm. And it is hard to describe. But I can't really describe it. But um. It tastes Very like grapefruit. Moorish. You can taste the grapefruit really obviously. The tangerine is a lot more subtle. Um, that could be that. It's it's really fruity. That could be an energy drink or something like that. It's it's that sort of fruitiness. It's that sort of tanginess. There's a there's a really without s- being an alco pop though. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't yeah, yeah, it doesn't have yeah. that kind of without trying I'm not trying to sound like an alcohol or beer connoisseur because I'm not. But it, it doesn't. It's not that kind of sickly alco pop. Yeah. It's not Hooch. sugary. Yeah, Hooch, yeah, yeah. It's sweet without the sugariness mm. in it. Yeah, it's fucking sour. It's re- it really is. Like it's, it's really nice. It is. That's. I'm. Mm. I'm glad you convinced me to pay that extortionate price per bottle. They are one pound ninety a bottle in Sainsbury's. One pound ninety. Yeah. yeah. Even in Sainsbury's, even in the supermarket. They're, yeah. They're so, bit... um, one thing about Brewdog is that they are fucking expensive. We, we did have this conversation yeah. a couple of episodes ago and was on about Brewdog, and we did say that it was. Ex- uh, I don't know if it was Brewdog specifically. It might have been. But I do recall having a conversation about it and saying that it was expensive, and you defending the price and yeah, me well, sort of saying, "Well, given the choice, I would rather pay for something that I know is equally yeah. as nice." But I can't argue with that because that no. is really nice. I reckon if well, if you got any of the any of like the main brand alcohols, you could not have the same discussion. Imagine if we had a discussion about a fucking Carlsberg. It tastes well, a bit we, like water yeah. and a little bit like beer. <laughs> yeah, Heineken. Heineken. See, you wouldn't have that conversation because I don't drink lager. No. Because I'm not a really big fan of it. The only lager that I'll drink is Budweiser, really. Yeah. So I'm not a big lager drinker. See, I'm a bit of a snob and I pref- I prefer the uh, the Czech uh, Budvar, which is the original Budweiser. Mm-hmm. It's not much better, but it's subtly, it's got a little bit more flavour to it. Well, I'll hold my hands up because I did vaguely recall, I did think about beer this morning when I was getting sorted to come here. Yeah. And I thought the only sort of beer that I've got that I would bring to the table, I'm not bringing because I like it too much. <laughs> <laughs> but I did nearly bring because it's the only sort of stuff that I've got in at the moment. I did nearly bring um, Trooper. Oh yeah, Iron yeah, Maidens. I love Trooper. Yeah, I nearly brought that, but or then, even now anyway, because I drank all the Northern Monks a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but I've only got four bottles left, and they're mine, so I wasn't bringing them. That's fine. <laughs> Well, I'm, um, I'm kind of glad. Sharing is not caring today. No, no. No, we've it's done Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, we've done Christmas. We've shared enough. Fuck them. Um, but yeah, we wouldn't have the same conversation we've had right now. 
I mean, no, no. To so be honest, that was worth that was worth mentioning because I wanted to mention the. It's only four point six as well. Brewdog yeah, well, I noticed stronger. when we was looking at them in there that I think I noticed that a lot of them were sort of five and above, mm. and that this mm. one wasn't as strong. But yeah, um, you do tend to, it tends to be a little bit stronger, mm. uh, but that comes with the brewing process as well. I think that's how you defended the price last time was saying that they're normally a bit stronger. So yeah, you usually. may be paying a bit more, but you're getting more for it. You get more drunk. So, yeah. Me and me and George, my best mate George, whenever we were like shopping for pre-drinks, he'd always be looking at alcohol based on content. It was like, right, if that's seventeen percent, but it's only seven pounds, and we're getting this much per per pound. Whereas that one is actually it's twenty pounds, but it's actually fifty percent, and we're yeah <laughs> shopping by content as a as you're in your know, early twenties, getting ready to go out. Yeah. Remember those days? I don't remember. It's a little bit further back for me, so. <laughs> oh, mate. Well, I realised it was. A, I realised it's been nearly a decade since we were like going out. Yeah, I noticed when I was looking through for them photos that you'd asked for. And yeah. Looking through photos and thought, wow. Yeah. Well, I was trying to find a good photo of you, and. Kind of, <laughs> there well, no, it was, it was more. I was trying to find just trying to find a photo of you. All the photos that are you know photos of Greg are pictures of your kids or pictures of your fucking cars. Um, <laughs> So when I was uh, yeah. scrolling down, by the time I actually got to it, it was like, oh, fucking hell, that's Annabelle's christening. Yeah. No photos of me there, although that's probably because it's photos of you, not photos of me. But it was no, it was, So one of my main points was that I cannot find a picture of us two within a decade. There's not a picture of us two except for the ones we took in Cottingham pre-recording. There's not a picture of us two on Facebook for a decade. Wow. Which made me feel really fucking old. That You're I a really st- shitty friend, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, it it blew me away. Yeah, I think the last picture of us was the pirate pie. Can we? Can sorry? Can we say why we was looking for photos? Because this is genuinely the happiest that I have been. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Or do you want me to? I don't think we need to talk about it. I just need to say it. All right. So because um, I'm so happy about so it. So we're going to be a cartoon. Which has made Greg overly like massively happy. Honestly, this is like a dream come true. So one of my um, oh, one of my friends is, a, is an animator, um, really good animator. I've known her for for years. She's done animations for people like Spotify and big label brands and a couple of like top forty artists. Um, and she was listening to a podcast and um, was like, "Oh, I've got some downtime and I want to do some portfolio work. Can I do an animation of your podcast, like the Carl Pilkington stuff?" It's like, "Yep, not a problem." Instantly, yes. So then she sends through um, a picture of. I'm just gonna find the photo. You find the, the photo pictures to, show, to uh, show Chris. Yeah. Yeah. So then she sent through um, some initial sketches of what she'd done, and Greg was so fucking happy that he ma- like managed to pretty much nail how he looked. Like, yeah. I, I absolutely. I am so thrilled. I had to mention it because obviously Lewis. I, I don't even know this person's name. She's called Amy. Amy. Amy, Amy Sargent. Obviously, you know this is one of Lewis's contacts and. I've expressed to Lewis how friends. excited. Don't call her contact. Sorry, friends, contact. <laughs> Friend. But I've expressed I've expressed to Lewis how excited and how grateful I am. But I wanted to say thank you because I don't think I can convey how excited I am about it. The, the smile, the look right on your face, your eyes are genuinely... so tiny. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things, <sighs> one of the things I said about when so I was like, <laughs> sent the photos and went right. Be nice about his hairline. <laughs> Fuck you. And make sure you get his tiny eyes right. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's nailed it. But yeah, yeah she's... no, no, I am. I'm so happy. This genuinely a dream come true. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. I'm, looking, I'm just looking forward to seeing what we look like digital, yeah. like as a, you know, animated. When um, when do we get to see this? Not sure yet. I don't have any time frames. It's, she's doing it. She's doing it as a portfolio piece, so Excellent. we're not really rushing her. 
Um, we need, we need, what we need oh, to do yeah. now is <laughs> <laughs> just need to pick some audio for her to do it from. So we've got a few clips that we're thinking of, and then we we'll send that through, and then she'll yeah, so she's around. Got, she's going to animate. We're going to pick a couple of clips that we've recorded, and she's going to animate. So like, if we've told a story, we're going to try and find a couple of stories that we've Excellent. told, and she's going to animate the story. I can the see how happy you are. Uh, gen- genuinely, it's a, honestly genuine dream come true. Yeah, really. Awesome. And well, you're I'm, looking at me like I'm mental. No, no, it's not, genuinely. No. Yeah, no, well, that's so the podcast about, about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually a little bit jealous if I'm honest <laughs> you know, you're being brought to life oh. in cartoon form no I am I'm, I'm thrilled absolutely yeah. thrilled about it good no I'm glad I'm glad it's... I had to mention it because I had to say thank you myself oh, good. Uh, it's just fantastic so because I messed up the order I realised that we've had a guest on the show for uh, 38 minutes without actually introducing him properly and asking <laughs> who he is and what he does yeah, well, that's why I looked at you confused when you went off piste and decided to fuck about with the running order that we wrote. Yeah, um, yeah. So the reason that we've um, <laughs> yeah, so Chris that you've heard is here with us. Chris is actually my boss, hence me being on best behaviour and trying not <laughs> <laughs> trying not to slag him off because <laughs> he's here this time. Yeah, usually we just do it and edit it out later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've. I'm a genuine fan of the show, you know. I've not, I've, I must have missed all that, but it's the editing again. It's, yeah, it's yeah. the editing. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the mirage yeah, yeah. of this. This uh, the curtain this, has been pulled. The, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. So Chris is Chris is my boss. Um, the reasons we've asked him on will sort of become become a bit clear. But I didn't know if you wanted to, because obviously working in logistics, I know that you've not you've not been with the company much longer than me I think about six months longer than me a year longer than me something like that I'd say now just over 18 months so about a year longer than me then yeah just over 18 months in total now a quick talk through of yeah, top level view of your life <laughs> who are you yeah <laughs> it's a question I ask myself it's a question I ask myself every day um yes uh Chris Welton um I represent the same company uh that Greg does um I've got the role as ops manager for that site. Cool. Um, Eighteen months ago now, two years ago, uh, my partner and I and our, our our children moved up from somewhere just south of Watford, mm-hmm. Stanmore, right. um, to northeast Lincolnshire between Cleethorpes and Waltham. Yeah. Nestled between those two, um, been in logistics and transport since I was twenty-two. Oh, okay. I'm 36 now, yeah. um, and at first, you know, big change, really, big change. It's only 100, 180 miles north, um, where we were in West London. But yeah, so what prompted the move? Uh, I think it was it was Melissa had had a child already, mm-hmm. but uh, Molly, my stepdaughter. Yeah. Um, but when Frankie was born in 2014, uh, our little boy. Um, the the area, yeah. Especially, I don't know London for me. I mean, I I get on well with anyone in any walks of life. Mm-hmm. Um, she made the suggestion. I said, why not? Yeah. And then all it was was a, was just a, a, a quite a, a conversation. That's all it was a blase conversation. Yeah. It kind of gathered momentum. She spoke to her sister. Her sister said, well, we want to move up, and Mum's, but you know, Mum is from Yorkshire, so we'll move Mum back up there, and mm-hmm. her family moved up. Um, and it took nearly two years for for my mother to follow suit, but yeah. Yeah. So what, what, made, you, what made you pick that specific area? Because again, I we literally it wasn't 
for me it was just well, okay let's go and have a look at some houses yeah right. uh, we look, We I said fine let's do it you know it's not I, I tend to do things you know just quite spontaneously yeah. you know I don't I do quite well, I'm irrational but I, I do things without thinking yeah, yeah. for very company. long but then <laughs> as she likes to remind me I'm male you know yeah. so yeah, um, I said look if you want to do it let's just do it let's not talk about it let's go let's have yeah. a few houses we looked at I don't know five properties in total I think yeah. were the, our home now uh, was the third property we looked at uh, we, we was up within 48 hours we'd chosen put an yeah. offer in um, and it was all it was all very quick thereafter yeah you know I've done six months um, with a firm in Doncaster mm-hmm. um, they made me an offer to stay with them but um, the offer that came from Hull was was a, a good package yeah um, and it's yeah, it was I think I mean the moving up I, I don't mind you know I took talk to anyone and get on with yeah. anybody from yeah. any walk of life but yeah. I think it was a team of 71 kind of trying to persuade them obviously that I'm not a, a flash kind of cockney and I, I think <laughs> and that took about that did it took about three months in total I'd say but here we are now yeah so you've uh, so you've moved up north you've introduced yourself to the guys at work you know you've kind of settled um, how old were your kids when you moved so they would have been 11 and two. Eleven and two. Eleven and two. I mean, the the time the timing was was good. Yeah. Um, Changing schools between junior and yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Molly went from primary to secondary, so she had that kind of first awkward day of secondary school. Yeah. In the new school, without that having cool. to move more than once. Yeah. So that first awkward day was okay. Although in a new school was going to be awkward for all of her year, yeah. So yeah, good good timing for a move. Yeah. So the reason I asked is just because I moved up north when I was uh, eight or nine. I don't remember how old I was actually. Uh, I was in year five, and however old that is. So it was. I moved from I moved from Gosport near Portsmouth. Moved up to. I was in halfway through year five. And then at the end of year five, I moved house again and was in a different school. So I was in a different school for year six. And then when I was 11, I went to the high school that had the catchment area from the same place as the school I was at before. So I actually met my one of my best friends I've got now. Um, I actually met him in year five, was his friend in year five, and then saw him again the first day of year seven. Um, so it was just a, interesting seeing someone else has moved and seeing how it's affected their kids. Because I... I fucking hated the north when I moved up here. Um, as you can tell, I've not really picked up the accent too much. Um, and it was a, a really, really conscious decision for the first few years of my life. Well, first few years of my life in Yorkshire was, yes, yeah, so when I moved up north, didn't like the north at all, really, really actively tried to stop myself picking up the accent because I used to get mocked for being posh. So I was like, well, if you're going to tell me that I'm being posh anyway, I'm going to keep my fucking accent the way it is. Stubborn, even as a fucking nine-year-old. <laughs> So yeah, it's interesting kind of knowing someone else who's moved up. We moved up in like relatively, not tragic circumstances, but my, well, my granddad had just died, so it was relatively tragic. So we moved up here to be close to my grandma. So it's quite nice hearing someone who's moved, who's like, because I wanted to, wanted mm. somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it was um, fresh start needed. Yeah. Fresh start needed. So, yeah. you know, um, good timing. Kids were not, well, they weren't affected at all. In fact, I think the move benefited 
Yeah. Them. Molly's absolutely soaring at school now. Good. Um, certificates of achievement. Um, top five in a year. Brilliant. Frankie is just... The two he, he's going. He, he's now. <laughs> so well, he's now two, four. I was going to say he's now he four. Two he's four now, he's yeah. tearing up the the two and a half days that he does big school, yeah. or as he calls it, big school. Uh, <laughs> was was the star of nursery. So yeah, it's all worked out. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> so we didn't actually introduce. The whole point is that we're parenting podcasts, we're not actually asking about your kids. Yeah. <laughs> Professional in appearance only. Yeah. <laughs> the reason that we asked Chris initially was a couple of episodes ago when we was discussing using, not using, but mental health being a, a reason for not achieving things. I think you were talking about university at the time and work. Um, but, you know... It being, um, it's a re- it's a reason. It's not an excuse. It's a reason. No, I didn't want to say excuse. That's yeah. It, it be you know it being a problem at you know ca- causing a problem at work and university. So the reason that we actually asked Chris, being being sort of my my manager, was just interested from his point of view. You know, fr- from a manager's point of view, how how would you deal with it if someone came to you and said, "Look, this is the situation," because I think at the time. So you have to remind me. Was it deadlines? It no, was deadlines. It was, deadline. it was university. So I had to. I had to apply for mitigation to delay my deadlines because of my mental health. That's so. Um, but then I've also had experiences with it at work. I've never, never really spoken about mental health at work because it's a bit of a. It's not a taboo subject, but it's just a hard subject to bre- to broach, isn't it? It's, it's mental not embarrassing, he- isn't it? It's, yeah, it's a personal thing. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I think it's yeah. I don't know if it's a man thing as well of having to deal Probably. with it yeah. and being like, oh, I can't, I can't, ex- I can't just explain. Well, I'm a bit sad, so I don't want to come into work today because that's what it—that's what it feels like. That, yeah, well, that's, that's what it—that's that's what you think it sounds like to everyone. And that's the problem yeah. with depression as well—is that it convinces you that that's what you sound like. Yeah. That's yeah. So, so for example, if someone came to you and said, "Listen, I'm going to need some time off from work because my mental health is in, in a state where I don't feel like I can do my job properly," how would how would you deal with that? One as a manager, and also like as a you know, so the manager position of for the company and the leadership position of for your staff. Um, every well, as individually as I could keep it, you know, I treat yeah. it um as individually as I could, in confidence as always. Yeah. Um, made sure you know, I'd make sure that person understood that. Uh, it's in confidence. Anything said is is safe. You know. Um, I'd I'd want to be supportive. Yeah. I'd want to be supportive, but then again, I I wouldn't. I'd, I'd like to see that kind of fine line. Say, look, I'm here to support you. Be honest with me. Yeah. I mess about if you, yeah, if yeah. it's don't use something that you know is is very very relevant yeah for millions of people you know be if you if, if someone's honest about it they've not been down a pub on a Sunday night for yeah, you know yeah. six or seven jars and they you know as long as it wasn't blase about because it, it affects a hell of a lot of people so if they've been genuine um yeah. they'd I'd offer support I suppose it's a it's a fine line and it? it's hard to tell because. Mm. If someone came in with a pot on their arm and said, I can't work for three weeks, you'd go, fair enough. Yeah. You know, there isn't an obvious... And it's, it's even I'd, quite... I'd, I'd, I'd like to think that the relationship I've got with the staff, they, you know, they wouldn't do that anyway. And they yeah. could be honest about it and say, look, mm. this is the problem. You know, I'm being 100% honest with yourself, you know. Um, and as long as, I, you know, we've got that uh, relationship, yeah, then I'd like to be able to support 
in as much capacity as I could. Yeah. So how about if it was a new starter? So you've got a new driver, you've had your interviews, because I think you've got a, you don't have to disclose medical information before you are employed. You have to, it helps to disclose it, I think. So if you know, someone came to you in the first like few weeks of work and was like, listen, I need, I need to tell you that I suffer from mental illness, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be depression or anxiety, and every so often it does affect So I suppose work. it's like before before that relationship's built up, yeah, before exactly. that trust is built up. Yeah, but preemptively, like, listen, this is the situation. I mean, the argument I have is if someone came, so on the other side, if someone came to you and was like, I've got diabetes, so I need to go to the doctors every Friday afternoon, or I need to, like, you know, I need to do something really specific. How would, how would you see that as different to someone coming in and saying, listen, I've got depression, and every so often I'll have an episode, and it might take me out of work for a few days? I'd like to think the induction program that we have, and what, what I do for say each individual um how i speak to them how i communicate with them yeah um would would ensure that they could come to me and say that if, if they came to me and said that um we're just straight you know yeah. direct and they said that to me um i'd i'd understand it i'd let them know that it's understood but mm-hmm. you know we'll 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 take it as it comes yeah we'll take it as it comes obviously there's you know you have to be consistent um if a level of absence becomes unacceptable for someone, yeah, it, you have to treat that person on the individual basis. Yeah, yeah, you know, understand right, why, understand right. Okay, what can we offer? What support can we offer? Fine. Look, we're a business. Yeah. We have to be consistent for everyone. Well, However, that's the problem, isn't it? we are gonna we are gonna see if we you know if we can help when we can help, but we have to be consistent. So mm. take taking into account what you've just said about being you know respectful and being um, discreet. Mm-hmm. Is it something that you've had to deal with? It, is it something as a manager you've had to deal three, with? Have you had three? T- well, um, um, I like management, and I think I've, I was made manager. I went from supervisor at twenty four. Within three years, I was manager of that operation because mm. my strength is probably not, you know. I'm not the most knowledgeable person in transport, but I'm I'm very very good with people. Yeah. Um. I've had to deal with three or four serious issues with with staff that have come to me with help, uh, or for help rather. I've had to include the police, the social services, mm. right? Um, mental health, NHS, hospitals. Um. Some some issues that that I I did and could or did help. Yeah. Some I couldn't, but did everything in my pr- my power, professionally yeah. and personally. Yeah. Yeah. To 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 at least try. Yeah. Well. So, yeah. But there were three or four cases, and yeah, just just a range from, um, one guy, very very dependent on substances. Mm. You know, marijuana. Yeah. Cocaine. Mm. He had small children. Mm-hmm. The mother. She was. Uh, dependent on alcohol as well. Social services getting involved. It got quite messy, mm-hmm. um, you know. And uh, to that point, you've not just got a responsibility to the business and to the individual, but you've also got to take in note that there are kids involved, and yeah. it changes the game, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there was kids involved, you know. But we went, we would, you know. So that's all I had to hear. Yeah, was mm-hmm. that the kids involved? Um, you know, so the, the right authorities were informed. I supported and the business supported as much as you could. Uh, we did all we could, but 
it was you you have, you have almost have to be more than a manager you know it's yeah. it's uh, a, an arm around the shoulder every now and again yeah um so so yeah and then there's other cases where you know cut the cut the guys cut the drivers you know um had had some issues with depression anxiety uh, mental health issues but it's you do your best that's all you can do yeah i mean especially now the the way the place we are in the world at the moment is that we're a lot more aware of the issues and i think now that it's become like a national campaign to make it yeah the the awareness campaigns now are are bigger than the fucking support campaigns which is a a personal a personal kind of not a bugbear but it's like well everyone now knows depression exists we know it's about you know we know anxiety is a bad thing we know that there's you know personality disorders but they've invested in the education but not invested in the dealing with it and it's yeah so we now have record numbers of mental health cases and still don't have a service capable of of solving it which yeah. i mean that's the thing is it's a big change in the last five years well yeah i'd say five years is the kind of point where we went oh shit mental health is really important yeah like five ten years i think social yeah. media's amplified assisted it. there yeah, yeah amplified yeah. that with yeah i mean i mean we had a big economic crash in 08 and that obviously would have fucking done a lot of damage absolutely yeah and yeah, then there's a yeah. generation of people who are raised after i mean what the 08 crash for me i would have been we were like what 17 18 oh eight, i'd have been 18 yeah yeah so 16 17 so literally leaving school into an economic into an economic crisis you know raised your whole life telling you could be whatever you want you know if parents yeah, have, then released into the world going ha, you're fucked <laughs> yeah yeah being released in education in fucking east mm. yorkshire yep into a financial crisis going right and good luck <laughs> yeah sorry I've sat back and listened because I'm just taking note for the day that I come in and go <laughs> <laughs> individual basis individual basis this is all just really elaborate to make my excuses truthful <laughs> and Greg Nolly got a sec day again <laughs> you crack on your chocolate <laughs> Oh, oh, it's man. them and us again, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Oh. oh well, that was that was really insightful. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, no, it's as I say when we talked about it before. I wanted to get the other side of the perspective because we, I don't think we particularly slagged managers off as such, but we sort of said about it from our point of view, using it as a as a mitigating, um, yeah, well, you know, reason for things. But as I said last week, I've had mixed experiences. I've had positive and negative experiences with dealing with mental health at work. So it's um, it's nice to see it from a perspective of one someone who's not signing a paycheck. So yeah, <laughs> have, you know, been able to have an objective view, and I mean, it's just a as well as a it's the change of attitude. I think from men's mental health, mental health in men is is a is a fucking big problem. Uh, it's now the now the biggest killer of men aged twenty five to forty. It is mental yeah, health. It's been for a couple of years now. Yeah. I think two or so, three years now. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a big issue, and I'm not trying to say that it's more important for men to deal with it I'm not trying to do the whole them and us but I'm a man I have mental health issues it's pretty close to my heart yeah. um, and it is a big fucking problem I mean I've there's been a couple of news stories over Christmas of um, of people lost to mental health uh, no one that I knew personally but I've had a few friends who've lost people over Christmas due to mental health and it's just all all, all men um, yeah it was all men that I, that I knew of um, it's just We've got to a point in our society where it's just so fucking common. Yeah. So fucking common. And it's 
Not, not more common, just more known about. Yeah, just well, it's more spoken about. Yeah, Isn't, exactly. I mean, if you you know if you killed yourself in the sixties, then the the stigma around it would be so different because it you know, well well it wouldn't it wouldn't have existed. Well, no, you, it, you wouldn't have killed yourself because of depression or anything. No, no, you would have just died. Yeah, like you would have just found it. Like it wouldn't have been reported that you killed yourself. It no. had been. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was. De- he died. Well, how did he die? Oh. But you wouldn't have even been aware of it either. Because no, exactly. You wouldn't have been diagnosed. So. No, you'd have just you'd have known that you weren't right. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking horrible. Um, so nice little topic to wind down on. Yeah, level. you know why we do these conversations before we talk about beer to bring the mood back up, and you fucked around with the order. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Next week we'll think about. I'll, uh, I'll sort it out. <laughs> but I do have one last topic. Yes. Toddlers are fucking evil. Okay. I'm not going to argue with you because. Uh... So my, my <laughs> I was having a discussion with Holly earlier. I was saying that toddlers are evil, and she was like, "They're not evil. They just don't know what they want." And I'm like, "No, toddlers have all the base inhibitions of a fully grown person, but they don't have the filter in them to go, don't do that." So if they're like, "I'm going to fucking hit that cat," they just do it. It's like I'm going to. We saw it last week. Ellie wants to do something until the exact moment she doesn't. Yes. And then it's like instant change. It's like I'm coloring. I'm coloring. I'm coloring. I want to be over there now fucking hell and it's like I want to be over there now and I'm going to scream about it until I am I want toast well tell me you want toast I can't tell you I don't have fucking language yet yeah they have all the base inhibitions of adults without any of the any of the stuff that stops us doing like talking to someone I'm going to just fucking punch him in the face there's a part of us that just goes no don't do that if I'm holding Ellie and she wants some toast and I'm not making it I'm not cooking it fucking fast enough like the toaster isn't cooking it fast enough I'm getting slapped in the fucking head because she's not going to filter with like well it's not his fault it's just like inside of the face like glasses all skewed up like can't do anything now maybe I've never developed that filter maybe that's like (laughs) why I'm (laughs) not violent (laughs) no not physically no we don't have any recommendations this month do we I haven't thought of anything well actually I have a recommendation Uh, quench quick Mm. <laughs> Quench Quake, I'll definitely fucking recommend it. Uh, yeah, I absolutely recommend that. I've, as I say, I've not had it before. Absolutely fantastic. Love mm. that. Just sour beer. I have got one recommendation. Oh, shit, really? I know, I've got one this time. Holy shit. I know. Um, TV. Oh. That's not Netflix. Oh. I know. Actual TV. Actual TV. You're, you're, in, my um, domain, you're in my internetless domain now. <laughs> Terrestrial TV. What time's it on? Gotta watch, um, gotta watch it at nine. It's either on 4 or E4. I think it's E4. Tell me what it is on, though. Uh, the Good Place. The Good Place. Fucking great, isn't it? It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Really good. It's, on, it's actually on Netflix. Is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix as well. <laughs> we can't recommend anything <laughs> that isn't on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, so the synopsis of The Good Place is a woman dies, goes to heaven, but not heaven, and it turns out they've got the... But she got, shouldn't be They've got there. mixed yeah, up, and yeah. it's, she's not the right person, and everything starts going wrong, and it's yeah, fucking it's hilarious. really good. Who's in that? Kristen Bell. Kristen yeah. Bell. Kristen Bell. Uh, Jamila Jamil. Um, yeah, really Ted, funny. Fucking Ted Danson. What about yeah. the Bird Box? What's all this that everyone's oh, going I've mad? I've got no idea. I've got no idea. I've seen like every like you see you go on Facebook, you go on a, you, you I don't know you have a look on your phone on BBC News and Bird you Box know, and Netflix Bandersnatch. is broken. Literally, I have fucking no idea what they two are. Days, broken two days, broken all records. Ago, two days ago, I saw a thing, uh, a, a meme on Facebook, and ever since I've seen hundreds of them, and I've still yeah. got no idea what it is. So it's broken all records for viewing. Yeah. Uh, Netflix viewing. So I, I, right. I, so I haven't got Netflix. Bird Box is a is a horror, and right. the I, I think if I'm I'm probably going to be wrong. Have you I'm, seen it? Or? No, I'm not no, seen right, it. Okay. This is just what I, this is what I've heard. So the idea of Bird Box is that um, it shows you your the thing you're most afraid of. So you wear a blindfold so that you can't see it, 
and that's why everyone's got a blindfold on on all the memes right so okay. everyone's blindfolded so that they can't see what they're most afraid of Bandersnatch is the new um, Black Mirror um, and it's a you know like the old stories where it's like quest it's the quest books and you could it's like choose an outcome and you get to the end of the page and it's like right yes. do you go left or right yeah, yeah. so Bandersnatch is a is a choose your own story Black Mirror so what what happens is you watch a scene and it asks you to make a decision and you'll do it but it's Black Mirror so it's slightly horror-y right. so it's like I don't know what I don't know I have no idea what happens in the fucking show but all I know is that you can choose whether or not to kill someone or something like that so it's like you make a series how does of li- that work with a TV show though it's on Netflix so what you do is it'll you just pick the episodes no 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 it, prom- oh. it prompts you on Netflix oh right there's actually a Puss in Boots version of the same thing that I watched with Ellie a while ago and it literally gets to, it gets to a point and they'll be like what fucking Antonio de Banderas what should we do next and it'll give you two options <laughs> and you'll just prick A or B and then it'll play in the background it'll just play the scene off of that so they've recorded like 200 scenes and then mashed it together right, rather okay. than being like a single episode. So and what do you get, like a DVD menu type thing? Where you've got I don't even think it's that. I think, oh. I think it's just like a choice A or B. Right. But the one with the screen and you just choose one. And then it'll, but then it'll streamlessly play the next scene. It might even, you might even, the one in the Shrek thing was it kind of give you the option before you got to the end so you'd be able to pick. Before, so oh, it so just, it'd just yeah. carry on without. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, but Bandersnatch was really good. It's one of those things, it's, um, it's well, because of Black Mirror, it's really subtle, so it starts off like, do you choose um, sugar puffs or cornflakes? And then by the end of it, it's like, do you decapitate him or run away? <laughs> <laughs> from, what I, from what I know. So right. yeah, I've not seen either of them. I've still not, I'm not, I don't get into it until the fucking 7th, and even then it's only fucking standard broadband and not yeah, my... what's it like around here in the 90s? 2006 man it's fucking interesting so I've still only got terrestrial TV you can only watch things as they're on TV or an hour later if it's things like Dave it's absolutely mental with it, you know? it's just, weird man it, the world stops when we take the technology away like it's just like so we sat watching t- we sat at like 7 o'clock what do you want to watch oh, I don't know what's on what's on yeah like, I've not asked that question in 10 years what's on it's weird I can't believe we used to live like this <laughs> <laughs> this is like this is like humans before fire. It's like, what do you want for dinner? Or well, what's what's in the field? <laughs> what's what, ready? Yeah, what have we grown? Oh, I don't know. What's what's rolling through the fucking plains? Which is it? Oh, buffalo for dinner. There we go. What's Get not the... green and what's not veiny? Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. So Bandersnatch is my recommendation. Right. Not, I might watch it myself later. <laughs> so instead of editing this tonight, I'm watching them. That's. I mean, you've got tomorrow off. <laughs> <laughs> I might come round yours and watch Bandersnatch and then come home. Oh, <laughs> you come round and use my internet. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I actually went round my friend's house in the night just to use Wi Fi. Spent a lot of time at my, my parents' house. Didn't need to Christmas. do anything, just needed a Wi Fi fix. Well, the only thing is that I could have watched both Bandersnatch and Bird Box at my parents' over Christmas, but I didn't think about it. What am I doing tomorrow? I'm going to my parents and just watch their internet. I think we've got no kids for the morning. We've still got the dog and the cats. Fucking Eddie disappeared for two fucking days. <laughs> Let the cats out for the first time. A male cat just fucks off. Just fucking <laughs> left. Was like, it's got a better I'm social good. life than me. Yeah, man. Fucking that cat. That cat. I just read that as one down, one to go. To be honest. Uh, yeah, I kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> got up this morning. Kind of woke up. So Ellie was at her nan's last night. So I woke up at Ellie time because that's what time I used to getting up. Mm. Went to the toilet. Just, you just hear downstairs in the distance, like, meow, meow, meow. 
that's my fucking cat. <laughs> Went downstairs, opened the back door, and he was like, "Meow." I don't know. I don't know if he'd. I don't know if he'd noticed. He's been there for seven hours. Well, I don't know. What I'm trying to figure out is, was he doing that before I got to the bathroom, or did he did he know that I was in the bathroom? Did he hear? Me? Did he hear someone in the house? It was like they're moving. Meow. <laughs> oh man, he came in and he was like, "Holy shit!" I've, where the f- I was like, where have you been, man? He was like, I don't know. <laughs> he looked so freaked out. He was like, I don't want to go back out there again. I even, le- I even offered him later. Earlier. I was like, do you want to go back out again? He was like, no. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, woke up this morning and the dog had eaten a full bar of Galaxy. And oh. Shit in the middle of the carpet. It's like, fucking double win. We don't even know we- we'd left the Galaxy last night. We didn't even eat the Galaxy. We didn't. Well, we obviously didn't. We didn't eat it. No, <laughs> we didn't even get the Galaxy out last night, so we must have been left somewhere stupid. She's only a fucking Jack Russell. Where do we leave it? But the the chocolate I wasn't too bothered about. It was the shit in the carpet. That was. <laughs> I was like, you little bastard! Not only have you eaten my chocolate, you've then left me a present. Yeah, I've had this over the last few days. You, the, I maybe should have dropped this into the parenting bit earlier. The, but yours but, is a puppy. I know, but you'd be sat there. We were sat last night for about two hours just watching. <laughs> Calm in the house, you know. Kids playing, dog asleep, watching telly. Calm. Mm. Thomas shit himself, so I was dealing with that. Then the dog shit on the carpet, and then Annabelle has to be in the same room as you. It's like, what the fuck? Why has everything happened at once? <laughs> I've had two you, hours of peace, and now all of a bed. sudden, everyone's shitting and pissing where they shouldn't be. <laughs> and what what's just gone on? It, everything all at once. That's puppies, man. Yeah, puppies are horrible for that. Yeah. Lock them in the conservatory. Newspaper everywhere. First time you buy newspapers in years. Uh, we've got spending a fortune on them bloody puppy pads. Get oh, just get a newspaper. It's, it's cheaper. Yeah, works the same. So we're trying to keep it off the carpet. That's all. It's soaked through a newspaper. Because uh, what yeah, we've shit. done is the understairs cupboard. Mm. I've taken the door off it, um, and we put his cage in the bottom of that. Oh, okay. So on a night he's got his cage, but then we've been putting like puppy pads out and just putting a stair gate where the door was. Yeah, yeah. So he's got like an entire cupboard room to himself. Just fine as a puppy, but he's gonna grow into it. <laughs> so no, to be honest, it's fairly big space. Oh, to good? be honest, so, oh, yeah. Right. But yeah, so he's got his own his own room, <laughs> which Thomas has adopted. Oh yeah, keep finding Thomas in the dog cage. Yeah, um, Ellie used to do that. And then Kristen keeps finding it locked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've only ever had Ellie do that once. She didn't do it again. Yeah, the dog the thing is, the dog needs their own. The dog needs the, her place to go. That she's not going to be bothered by the fucking baby. Mm. So, yeah, that's that was our argument. Yeah, well, that's why I've done that because it can go in its cage, get out of the way. Oh, it's a nice big area for it, really. Oh, that's decent. Then. I suppose we'll wrap up. Yeah, we will. We've petered out a bit. Yeah, it's slowly dying off as we're getting more tired. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's surprisingly exhausting. Want to get my hands on more of that? Yeah, well, you can get it from any supermarket. It's in Sainsbury's. Yeah, you should be alright, the money you're on, because that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can get it in Sainsbury's. So the uh, Quench Quake can get it in Sainsbury's. Uh, I'm pretty sure I could have sent to get stuff. this pay rise on record now, couldn't I? That's it. You could have, yeah. <laughs> you didn't ask me that, though. <laughs> and I didn't answer. <laughs> so no magical editing. <laughs> yeah, edit it together. What you don't know is that Greg's yeah. actually edited it to say. I need more money. <laughs> I just yes. need you to read out this yes. list of words, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fantastic. Well, uh, we will be recording again soon. Yeah, I think pretty soon, actually. Yeah, we're gonna. So we're gonna try and get out another. We're gonna do recording. We're gonna do two a month for the next few weeks because Greg's time. Greg's timetable, not timetable. Uh, Greg's rotor lines up so that we're off 
for a few Mondays um, at the same time. So we're going to record a few episodes in advance. You're listening before you start ringing me. I'm going. Yes, no, listen, <laughs> listen, taking it all in, taking it all in. <laughs> yeah, so you're going to be you're going to be treated this month to get you through those January blues. We're going to be speaking. <laughs> Make speak it even you. worse. <laughs> <laughs> going to be reminding you that there's beer out there while you're sat at work or driving. Yep. Um, yeah. So this one, if I don't sit and watch uh, Bird Box all night, um, this one should be coming out on New Year's Day. Brave. Assuming that. Yeah, I know it is brave considering I gave the website out and still haven't finished that. So the website still isn't live. <laughs> I will do it, I promise. It's fine. Um, yeah, so this one should be out New Year's Day and hopefully there'll be another one out in the next two weeks or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, within the next two weeks, I think. Yeah, this one will be out this week. Obviously it's out this week if you're listening to it now. Yeah, <laughs> this one's out now. <laughs> <laughs> and the next one will be out soon yeah <laughs> so as always we'll just ask if you can take someone's phone off them and teach them what a podcast is yep my usual attempts at remembering all the addresses uh, is Facebook. at bad dad's club at bad dad's podcast piece no, at bad dad's pc on twitter bad dad's club pc bad dad's club yeah at bad dad club's pc <laughs> at bad dad's club pc on twitter Yep, uh, the Facebook one is facebook.com slash baddadsclubpodcast. And then the email address is baddadsclub at gmail.com. Baddadsclubpodcast at gmail. Fucking hell, I set them all up. <laughs> yeah, I think we kept them all with podcast at the end, so I think it is ah, okay. baddadsclubpodcast at gmail.com. And you can try the website, it might work, it might not. <laughs> but the website, the, <laughs> the website at some point will be baddadsclubpodcast.com. I think. It's .co.uk. Is it .co.uk? I have no idea. Uh, it might not be either. <laughs> try .com. Try .co.uk. Is that seventeen not... <laughs> different emails you've just read out? Yeah, sorry, we'll edit the one. Yeah, you'd be amazed how good this will sound once it's edited. Yeah, try .co.uk. Try .com. If neither of them work, I ain't done it yet. <laughs> um, yeah. So as always, if you can just share it with someone and yeah, Talk we'll to be us. grateful for that talk to us we're so lonely yeah. between episodes we don't talk to each other we yeah can't waste apart from po- like a day before we record we can't waste podcast material we refuse to talk to each other now we'll have a conversation and we're like no 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 this is podcast material yeah it really is about five minutes into the conversation we go no no that's enough <laughs> remember this write it down we never, we never write it down or remember yeah. it either but yeah. So, yeah so we will speak to you soon thanks for listening thanks Chris thanks a lot Chris thank yeah, you for having me absolute pleasure keep up the good work thank, thank you. you very much speak soon and thank you for the beer Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're welcome. Thanks, Greg. Speak soon. (laughs) That's the magic of edits. You're about about to have the entire podcast ruined for you. (laughs) This is like looking behind the curtain at a play now. (laughs) Yeah.